So when it. people write in with that, I go, whatever you felt is the right answer. That's right, yeah. You know, so I didn't really Just like that. own he, it. Like, own, own whatever it. you felt. Like, don't, yeah. don't go on the third day with him when he keeps making you pay as you're angry to be on the third date. Like <laughs> you're, you're angry. Yeah, like, like you're some sort of like, like you're like the woman, like you're like, <laughs> like, like you're some sort of investigator. Like, I got to find out why he keeps making me pay. It's like, don't, you don't need that in your life. Go own your taste. like writing funny emails to friends and anytime like you know you those group emails yeah um anytime and i would always like any group email i was like okay there's an opportunity to like make fun of somebody like, a text, like, a group like, text, like before a group text even exists uh, this makes me feel a hundred but um <laughs> the people were just like on these email chains be, like people who live in the city or people from college or right. people from and <clears throat> i would just sit there I was selling life insurance and annuities and stuff like that, and I was just sitting there, like, spending most of my day, like, writing these emails, like, back to, like, friends from college, friends from, you know, the city or people I watch football games with, yeah. and, like, I was, like, you know, every time someone would write back, like, off the chain and be, like, that was fucking hilarious, that was something that, like, yeah. oh, my God, it would feel great. Yeah. So I was, like, how do I inject that into my into veins? Life. And yeah. uh, that's the drug I want to take. So. so I was started, like... You know, submitting articles to a lot of places online, and then I was doing open mic nights. So, in the city, like you can really find in New York, especially, you can find most cities you can find this if you really look. But New York, especially, there's a scene for everything. Like you know, like the fitness scene. Yeah. Like there's a like there's a there's a scene for like there's the acting scene. Yeah. There's and there's a stand up comedy scene. So I started doing open mics, um, and then. I really just became kind of obsessed with it. I was doing like three a night, every night. Um, and you still had another job at this point. No, I was like, uh, I had a bunch of savings. And That's great. I was like looking, like honestly, you know those like, there's these websites, like there's like Craigslist for businesses yeah. where you could like, someone could have a business that their kids don't want to take over and they'll put it up there and like you can like buy it over the time. I was like legitimately like looking at stuff like that. Wow. Where like, with like my cousin and like, I was like, this isn't anything that really gets me up in the morning. This is like, I, I was like having trouble waking up for work and I just wasn't like feeling good. And you know, it's funny now I'm like, yeah, I used to sell life insurance and people were like, Oh, thank <laughs> God you got away from that. I'm like, well, it was good for somebody. Yeah. Somebody does it. Somebody enjoys it. There were exactly. people there. Like I was jealous of the people who got up and like were excited. Exactly. You know, I want to be excited about what I right. did. So right. I started, um, so I was just like, I'm going to go, like, I just like, I want to be funny for money. That's it. Funny for money. I took it down to, like, its most simple form, and I did everything. Like, when I first started, like, I took, I considered it, like, going to grad school. Like, I took improv and sketch writing yeah. and 
storytelling and I did stand you know I was doing stand up every night and I was submitting places and emailing people and like you know in the same you know the word hustle has gotten like a bad rap by people who talk about hustling but like you know the hustle's just different for me now like now I email different people about different problems like right. something that was told very early on is like everyone has the same issues with a different amount of zeros on the check you know yeah. they really boil down to the same things yeah so I, uh, yeah, so I was doing everything, kind of considering it, like, getting my MBA, but in comedy, and, like... Wow, they do that for comedy? No. (laughs) (laughs) That was, like, my... That was, your equivalent. My equivalent. was, like, okay, this is an investment that I'm making in being funny for money at some point, and I would always find a way. Like, it it really was... uh, I know it takes a long time to make money doing comedy, um, but, you know... I was always finding ways to like stop the bleeding. Yeah. And doing shows and putting together shows and then like and you know. And like you really love it. Like it, it just it makes it so much easier. I don't know. To it, face those challenges. You know what it's, yeah. what makes it easier is that I I live and breathe this, so I do it all day every day. There's no weekend to me. Like there's no like and if I do want to take time off to do something, I do it. But yeah. it's never like there's never a point where I'm like, well, it's Saturday. It's don't bother me on a Saturday. Right. Like yeah. if someone's like come do my podcast at noon on Saturday, I go, you weigh the pros and cons of that, and you do it or you don't. Yeah. And it's not like, you know what I mean? Like, I like we are talking about it's Monday in The Bachelor tonight. Like, you know, Mondays happen to be slower days for me, and I'm like, okay, I can breathe a little, like, take right. the time to do that. Yeah. But, um, but it's just like, it was just a constant thing, and being realistic while also, you have to be a realistic delusion. You have to have, like, realistic delusions. So it's like, you have to be like, okay, here are the like the goals I have, but like, you have to be like, dumb enough and naive enough to like pursue that. To go for it. Yeah. Well, I see it as brave enough, but you can call it the other thing too. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, there are people doing brave, real brave things. Like to me, I'm like, nobody needs me to be funny. Nobody needs me to do comedy. I, no one needs like right. my addition to the stand-up world. I need it. It's selfish. It's I want to do it for the rest of my life. That's great, but you are helping a lot of people like escape reality it's, and like get through tough times and stuff like that. I'm, I'm sure. very happy to do that, and it's it's it, that to me is like I never expect so that type worrying. of message, and it's very nice. But like, but you're doing it for you. Yeah, I want to. This is what I want to yeah. do the rest of my I, life. I, mean, I think that's mostly for the most part. People do things for them. Absolutely, and it's Everyone, rewarding it's, it to help other people. But it's you know. You yeah, like when someone you. like when like listen incentives are how the world moves around so I uh but it's been fun it's cool and you know how long have you been doing it for um it'll be 10 years April 1st wow okay where'd you grow up outside of Boston a town called Needham and when did you move to New York I've been here since college so I moved here 2007 the fall of 2007 and yeah I remember like when like like all the financial stuff happened in that those years I remember like people coming out of like um, Lehman Brothers like with boxes wow. and shit and the cameras like it, it was funny because like now looking back I'm like man that would be a scene in a movie right but um yeah then like all that stuff was going on and then I was selling life insurance like cold calling like different banks and like they'd pick up and be like everyone on the floor has been fired and then just hang up and I'd be like oh my god like you, you know real life yeah this is what was going on like that was real life all, I was, whole floor. yeah I was call, I was, and I was cold calling these people to like try and like you know sell them shit right. and like 
you know, they've heard from a million cold callers, so you're just trying to, like, find that, like, intersection of, like, timing and all that stuff. And I, I have mad respect for, for people who enjoy that and can do it, because I... I've always led like a very non-traditional life, like mm. dancing and fitness. Like I tried to intern in the Nets office, like, and I, it just sucked out my soul. And I'm like, I I can't. It takes a special kind of person to be able to do that. Yeah. And I mean, it's needed, and I, I have so much respect, but I just I couldn't I couldn't. Not everything's for everybody. Yeah. And even like the f- stuff that like seems cool isn't for everybody too. It's like, true. you know, like I love doing stand up, and that's who I am. But then like, there are people like I could never, and it's like. I can't understand that. Like, they're like, you can never, you could do it. It's like, it's right. fun. Yeah. Right. What was your, like, growing up life like? It, nice. Everything was good. <laughs> like, a very... Do you uh, have siblings? Yeah, I have a younger brother. My parents are still together. Uh, very, like, normal, suburban, yeah. outside of a city life. Like, nothing too crazy. I, yeah, I'm, I'm a boring guest as far as, like, the You're, trauma's no, concerned. I, mean, I think everything's okay. I mean, it's okay. Not everyone experiences trauma, and that's cool. But, like, have you ever had any, like, hard times that you pulled yourself out of or, like, anything like that? I mean, I'm sure I Breakout, have, but, like... Stuff like that. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. It would be... <laughs> I don't want to demean real problems. Like, mine are, like, like, listen, like, right now, some people, like, we live in a very... Um, everyone's kind of like looking for their tragedy to be able to like, like feel like they're to not feel so guilty about living in the world. And I like, it, like I, I kind of you can see that a lot. Like yeah. I do shows for a lot of people that, you know, they, you know, you can see they want like what's going on right now is everyone wants to have a thing so they can be involved in the conversation. And sometimes you have to just shut up. And it's like, that sucks. Like, I, I can't go on stage and tell people about, you know, the horrors of my life. Right. It's not true. It's right. not real. Um, I like to go on stage and complain about charcuterie boards. See, but that's, that's <laughs> what resonates with you. And, and, yeah. I, and, and I'm sure, like, even though you don't think your problems are, like, worthy, someone else said that to me, too. There are probably people who are going through shit For that sure. you're going through that can relate. And that, you know, by you just even opening up the conversation, yeah. you can help through it. Well, I mean, we do, um, so I do a podcast with Betches called You Up. And the You Up podcast is like, like, when we started doing it, like, I love talking about dating. We give dating advice. We talk about <laughs> dating and technology. Yeah. I love talking about dating stuff. I love talking about the cross-section of dating and technology and kind of how it's different. So stuff. let's talk about it. So well, stuff you can't go to your parents for advice about. Right. And... That's kind of what we talk about. And listen, I when we started it, I was like, I'm going to get so many hate DMs. Like, because I don't really, I only, I'm just honest with people. Like, I, I, and I give the perspective of a guy that you, that's within 10% of who you're dating. Because right. I'm just a normal dude. Like, I'm not like, I'm fine looking. I'm like someone you would have dated or your brother or your, your, or your cousin right. or the guy that dumped you or the guy you dumped, right. all that stuff. Or the guy that goes to, I'm a version of that. So, like, I'm, we're all very similar, and I'm 10% away from that. So I would just give my experience and how I felt in the situation. I thought I was going to get all these DMs being, like, really angry. And what, what was surprising and kind of what you're talking about is the way people connected to it. They were, especially women, were happy to hear the why and to put, like, a, you know, a reasonable person behind the bad things that have happened to them. So that has been nice to hear people connect with that yeah, where I'm like, sure. I never saw that coming. Yeah. Um, you're married, right? No, I have a oh, girlfriend. You're not? Did you guys meet online? No, we met at a show. 
Um, she was just in, it was just a random show at the Comedy Cellar. In real life? Yeah, IRL. And uh, she was just in the crowd and was like, are you really Jewish and single? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> And then, um, and then I went and did other shows. And then she was like still hanging out with some friends, and we just had a couple drinks. It was very casual. Like I wasn't. I think the the good part about the way we started was it wasn't, you know. I think a, it was just very like casual. And then she would ask for her standard, and it was either live up to that or don't. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people are worried about is like, you put the line in the sand, and they go. And the person doesn't reach, doesn't come through with it, and they go, "Well, okay, I'll change the line." Right. And it's like, there's a point where you have to let go of good to get better, or okay. let go to like let go of just fine to get yeah. great, you know. For so. sure. And how long have you guys been together? A year and a half ish. Oh, yeah. So. Awesome. Uh, I go to acting, and I there's a bunch of comedians in my class. Okay. And I was telling one of them that you were going to be on. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm so happy. He said, yes, and, and you are known for being super nice and saying oh. yes to a lot of things. <laughs> oh, thank you. I guess that's nice. <laughs> that's they, nice were like, they were like, yeah, oh, yeah, he, he's good with that kind of stuff. He, yeah. like, says, yeah, like, where, where'd you get that from? Like, I, I don't know. I said, you just I, say yes to everything? Or? So to everything. I, in the beginning of doing comedy, I had a very say yes to everything attitude. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, I think now... I look at something, I go, again, incentives. Like, what does this have? How, will this be good for me? Um, yes. Will it work into the schedule that I've put together? Right. Yes. Uh, is it an opportunity to, like, get in front of a different audience? Yeah. Yeah. And sure. then is it, like, and then I'm going to come and be great and be happy about it. Like, I think one thing I've learned throughout doing this, especially doing something where, like, no one needs me to do it. I don't have kids, right. you know, like, I don't have a wife, like, I have a girlfriend now, but, like, yeah. when you start out, you know, to do something, to pursue something you love while getting angry at yourself for doing things to get through the days to do what you love, yeah. you shouldn't do that. If you're going to be pissed at yourself, then don't do it or make, or have someone pay you so much that you can't complain about it. I gave up dating on my 29th birthday. You gave up dating. And okay. it's been the most successful three months of my life. So, what made you give up dating, and dating in what terms? It was just a distraction. Like, I deleted the apps. I just stopped. You know, I, I wasn't having fun when I was yeah. going out because my I wanted my I wanted to like eat and breathe what I was doing. Sure. And so, in that three months, <coughs> without even having a podcast, mm -hmm. I made ten grand in ad sales, just there you like go. shooting out you know my deck and emails. Mm -hmm. I was like okay, if I can do this without any guests and without yeah. anything, I was like, I'm going to do this. So I just cut all the distractions out. And, you know, I really do believe, like, I need to be happy and fulfilled in order to, like, be with someone personally. Mm, absolutely. So, like, I just, I wasn't there. And I was like, all right, well, I got to get myself there. Yeah. Um, I think that's a big thing with dating, too, is, like, that refresh, that, like, hey, I'm going to delete these apps. I think, like, we've become maybe too dependent on the apps. Yeah. Um, and... It just like it, it triggers a part in your brain that isn't always great, um, like anything. Yeah, you know, it's like a game. It becomes gamified. Yeah, it's like you literally. It's like a game you play when you're bored. It's a piece of the app. puzzle. Like I think like the other problem is you think you're closer to these people than you actually are. Like yeah, you're talking to someone on an app and you're talking to them on the same phone that you talk to your dad, your brother, your sister, your friends, and it's like and then you get too carried away. You yeah. start thinking like. 
of life together, even though you've never really met. You know, <laughs> like it's true. And like, I think there should be a FaceTime before. Okay. Because I think that should, someone invent that. Because I think at least then you can get a vibe sure. with a person, and then you can like decide like, do I want to waste a night? <laughs> like, well, this is, this is the other thing is like, you know. I'm an energy person. Well, you have to understand also like, why are they here? That's the other thing that they never start on. We're starting on two. Like you're, you match with someone for totally with for what could be a totally different reason than the person matched with you. Yeah. And it's like if you're starting at, wow, I want to get to know you on a date, and they're starting at, I want you to come over right now. Right. You know, like you're on two different pages right away, and now totally. you, yeah. you know, now you're both kind of lying. It's true. You know, and it's I think that's really tough. Um. Because it is so simplified. Like, it is, like... And it's so... You can talk to someone that is distracting you from talking to the right person. And that's why all these different iterations of the apps have come yeah. up. Because they're, like, trying to get better. They're trying to get more efficient towards... Yeah. I, like, I, I tweeted out that they should start a date called... Um, <laughs> I only want a date for two months. And, like... I, should, yeah. And then it's, like, you guys only have the expectation I of being together for two months. I those would work more... Than the ones, than the other ones, honestly, because it, there's less pressure. It's, I know, but it's like, you know, it's tough because then, you know, they, you know how they always say like the criminals are a one step away, a step ahead of the cops. Hmm. Like the people who cheat, like in like the Olympics, they're like, the right. drug makers are always ahead of the drug they're testers. Ahead. yeah. So it's like the same thing with dating apps. The, the douchebags are always one step ahead of the the dating app maker, you know, so like Bumble was the app where it was supposed to be feminism, and it was like the girls talk to the guys because we're in charge, and it's like, yeah, but that just like that just made lazier lazy men lazier. Right. So it's like now yeah. I know which girl wants to fuck me the most. Like right. that's how a guy oh, thinks. Yeah. But that's like, imagine you're in a field and there's ten women like sitting there and one's waving hello. Guys are gonna go to the hello girl. Right. Like. Just because they're like, okay, that girl seems closer to the place I'm trying to go. Right. If I'm here for those reasons, yeah. Then maybe the other one. So it's like, who's the disservice done to? You're right. I don't yeah, know. They it's, have to figure it out. They it's have to very difficult. Together. Yeah. Difficult. Do you have any like funny dating stories before you met your girlfriend? No, I I was never one like, like oh, I'm sure maybe someone will tell a story about me that was horrifying. <laughs> like I don't know. That horrifying. Night, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're like telling the story for years and years about the horrible date they went on. <laughs> With Jared Freed, but I'd never really, like, if it was just a fine situation, I would just move on from it. Like, I think bad dating stories, the people that are like, I have the worst dating stories. What's their story? What's the worst one? Oh, well, it was a bad choice by me. So, we, I was actually at Gotham. Okay. And I used to work at Barry's Boot Camp. Yeah, this is how is I, that how you I followed you because I took your class. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, I used to work in the fitness scene, and um, I... I guess this guy who had taken my class, who had like literally hit me in the DM thirty times. I probably gave like thirty times. See, this we is we went back and read it. We make jokes about it because so, he was this, so persistent. But this is the thing. This is where I get to like. This is where, and this is a a very you find it. I find, and this is just through doing the podcast for. I've done mine for six years. I've done you up for two years. Yeah. Um. A lot of women will come to you. I have the craziest dating stories. And along the way, I go... I'm going to make fun of myself at this Of course. Well, I'm already making fun of you. <laughs> 30 times, you didn't want to go out with them. You're right. So, like, at that point, so block anyway, and move on. I, okay. No, 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 no. But anyway, I, I didn't... It's, it was two years. <clears throat> okay. So, like, he was persistent for a while. Like, a year and a half, two years goes by. 
we meet at, well, I'm with friends at Gotham, mm-hmm. I'm walking down to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and he, like, sees me, so he, like, positions himself, so, like, when I come back up, he can be like, Jen Rufo, okay. told me this. Yeah. And so, so whatever, so we go on a date the next night. So at that point, you think it's cute, you're yeah, like, this like, guy okay, really cute. wants to go out with yeah, me. Yeah, okay. I thought it was cute. So I, I did it, and, and this guy is, like, the agent of, like, oh, I shouldn't say, he's a big comedian. Okay. And, um, and so he's like, I don't know, we're drunk that night, and this is where I made the huge, biggest mistake. Mm. He's like, come to Vegas with me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I was like, okay, I'm drunk. He bought me the ticket. I was like, okay, cool, let's go. So um, we're at the airport the next morning. And I, just then and there, I knew I made the biggest mistake because, like, I was looking at him and I'm like, oh, my God, there's, like, no chemistry. Like, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> and so then we get there, of course. I'm like, listen, I'm so sorry, but, like, I'm just not feeling it. Like, I was more attracted to, like, the comedians and, like, the other people. And I was uh, like, fuck my is, life. Well, um, did you go? I went. Did you have fun? I had fun. He did not have fun. I think he did. He joked like a blowjob would have been nice, but like we slept Oy. on like opposite side of the bed. Like I felt bad, but I was very direct because I wanted him to like go go flirt with other girls, but he was just so yeah. Well, at that point, he becomes like this. You become this like goal. But also, he was like too nice, too nice. Like I'm a super independent person. Like yeah. my mom's a lawyer. Like sure. I like grew up. My dad worked very hard also, but, like, my mom, she, like, did our schedule. She was, like, this high-functioning person, and, mm-hmm. like, that's just what I am. And, like, he wouldn't even let me walk to, like, the bathroom. I'm like, dude, you, like, gotta chill. It's just not a match. Yeah. It's just not, but it's so funny because when you tell that story, like, this is a very big thing of, like, the difference between effort and effort. Like, DMing you 30 times takes no effort. Right. You know, that responding to your Instagram story takes zero effort. He's actually such a nice guy. But the, uh, this isn't nice or not. Right. This is not a discussion of, like, him being a good person. Like, everyone who's married, there's someone out there going, fuck that guy. Right. So, like, every guy whose Instagram has a post about, like, he's the most wonderful man in my life, there's some girl rolling their eyes at that post. Right. So, like, it's yeah. just not the match. Two people look at right. two different things. It's, totally. Which is, like... Or timing. Timing, sexual, yeah. Whatever it might be, but it's so funny because you're sitting there going, well, he messaged 30 times. Like, I I would would empathize with the position of, many, like, he's standing there waiting for me because he recognizes me. Like, and then he invites me to Vegas. All that didn't really take a lot of effort. He just so happened to be at the comedy club. Totally. He was able, so, like, but a lot of people are going through this where they're going, well, they keep trying, and it's like, no, that's fake effort. That's effort that, like, your phone... Effort in your fingers is different than effort in your feet. Right, but he did really make a super big effort after that. Well, after that, because he knows that you would go. Yeah. Well, yeah. You would go, but not go, you know, (laughs) to the next level. Like, I guess it was a challenge. I I just think like it's one of those things where it's like, you know, that's a perfect explanation of like, because I've done this with girls where I've been like, texting with them, and then we'll both, like agree that the date ah this week doesn't work maybe next week and we'll check in next week to make the plan but secretly i'm like happy that it didn't happen happen, but i'm also happy i'm not the jerk i'm also happy that i'm still able to text them yeah i'm also happy that like hey now i've I've 
this trust level has gone up a bit where maybe we can just meet up casually on a weekend. Right. Like, and then on the other side, they go, well, he's been texting me for a month. Why wouldn't he if he didn't care? Yeah. He only cares just enough. Right. You know, so it's, it's, this is, but this is all the cross of technology and dating. It's like, True. what's real effort? What's not? And why are people doing the things they're doing? Why is this person looking at every Instagram story? You know, yeah. so. Yeah, it's so interesting. All I know is that <coughs> Since I cut out dating, like you're gonna have to be really fucking good to get into my life in 2020. <laughs> well, what have been people? Do people approach you like? Uh, sometimes. Okay. You know, I'm not like seeking it, so sure. it's not. Well, when I met my girlfriend, it was right after I kind of, I kind of came to like a little bit of agreement with myself that I wasn't gonna go actively like on a first date. Right. And what I mean by that is more like I'm not gonna go like hey, will you do drinks this week? Because right. it felt like a lie with my it's actions. Forced. It's just a little so, forced. I agree. It has to happen, like, organically. Like, I yeah. like how you guys met. Like, it was organic. It was, like... Sure. But, I mean, the second time we met wasn't for drinks. This is what I'm talking about. Like, where it's, like, the second time we met was, like, hey, I'm out. Let's hang out. And we got drinks. We're hanging out. You know, we go back to her place. I sleep so, over. Yeah. It was a little more organic, but also, like, you know, I could understand where someone was, like, well, did you ask her out for the first date? And I was, like... That's not where I was personally because yeah. I felt like going on a date was lying. Yeah. And I didn't want... And That's where I am. Yeah. Like if I, you go out with someone, it's like... Going on a date would be lying for me right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's tough. Lola. Lola is a female-founded feminine care brand offering high-quality period and sexual wellness products made with natural ingredients. Lola's tampons, pads, liners, and cleansing wipes are all made with 100% organic cotton, no toxins, dyes, or synthetic fibers. Lola believes in total ingredient transparency. Lola thinks women deserve to know exactly what they're putting in their bodies, so they list every ingredient on the box. You can choose your mix of products and absorbencies, down to the exact number of lights and supers in a box of tampons. It's easy to edit your order, change your delivery frequency, skip a month, or cancel at any time. Lola is made by women for women. Every time you choose Lola, you're supporting a brand that gives back to women in need. To date, Lola has donated over 2 million period products and counting through their charity partner, I Support Girls. Personally, I love knowing that what I'm putting in my body is free of any toxins. It's all organic. And not only that, I really love how convenient it is. Lola delivers the products right to your door. Lola offers two trial sets each featuring a mixed assortment of period products made with 100% organic cotton for just $5. It's never been easier to try Lola. Get 30% off your $5 trial set and visit mylola.com and enter good bad to redeem your offer. What does your girlfriend do? She works, uh, what's it called? Uh, in digital marketing. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. She supports your comedian. I mean, it's tough. It's, you know, it's, I mean, breaking news relationships are tough. Of course, um, every relationship. Every relationship is tough. The, you know, we're in a constant world of trying to figure out the schedule, and because I'm at night and I travel most weekends, so it's like for shows and stuff. For shows, so it's like, like it's just figuring out when we're together, and and that's hard. It's it's been hard over time, and you know. You know, working through hard times is uh, none of us have given up. So, like, I think that's nice. That's a really sad way of putting it. But, um, no, but like, yeah, when we first met, though, I got this gig to host a Snapchat, a show on Snapchat where I was going to different. 
college football games every weekend for the whole fall. And that's, wow. like, right when we started, like, yeah. really kind of dating. So, like, that was tough because every weekend I'd go somewhere new. It wasn't like we were getting to get getting to know each other during those, like, like lazy, hungover Saturday, Sundays. So, you know, we worked through that time. And then after that, I started traveling every week to do stand-up. And, you know, that becomes difficult because it's, like, you know, you're just away every weekend or you're away for two weeks at a time. And, yeah. You know, so then it's just figuring out how to make time for each other and also, like, figuring out, like, what makes you angry. Like, she would be like, hey, this blank, these three things I feel badly about. And, like, sometimes I wouldn't even realize, like, and it seems like I don't care, but it's like, when, especially, like, you're talking about, like, you know, you're going after your career, you're putting that first, and you want to, like, lean on the people that you love when you can, but you know that, like, to make what you said before of being like personally fulfilled in your career makes me a better partner. Like I do think I'm like, well, if I wasn't getting booked at all, I wouldn't want to hang with you. Like I'd be, I'd be uh, angry about our time spent together. That wasn't spent me becoming better and getting where you wanted to be. Exactly. I feel the exact same way. Yeah. Relationships. I was going to say something, and then I forgot. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I have a very bad habit of not shutting up. <laughs> it's all good. Um, <coughs> what was I going to say? Damn. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, did you ever use that app, Raya? I was on it for, like, it was right when we started getting serious that I was, like, allowed in. That's, yeah. like, the famous yeah, Tinder. Yeah, you have to be, yeah. Um, but I never really used it. I heard a lot of the guys are, like, gay. Sexually type into themselves. Yeah, I think like, especially because it's for like. I don't know. I haven't been accepted in yet. So oh, you haven't gotten in. Okay. That's <laughs> well, like my goal. You know, maybe for like twenty twenty one when I'm dating again, maybe like that'll be. That's my the goal. year to get in. <laughs> yeah, someone like suggested me, and that's how I got yeah, you have in. To, like, know someone. You have to know someone to know someone. I think with that stuff, the problem probably with Raya is that like you're aware that you are a high value target of some sort I that could be bad also you're approached by a lot of people so yeah. like if everyone on that app is good looking they're getting yeah approached by a million people a day in their DMs anyway so they have like an understanding of like or like a totally kind of like a certain type of like like puffed up version of themselves like oh well right. you gotta be well if you're gonna take me out you know and it's like a lot of ego yeah I think with all this stuff like I talk about the dating apps and how the minute you get on them, you're all of a sudden like, well, this, like, you become, ju- you see one profile and then all of a sudden you're like, you become judgy. You're like, well, <laughs> they got lucky for me to swipe them right. <laughs> you know, like, you have that moment. I feel you're like, like everyone does that. Everyone like, does I did you a favor. Yeah, you're welcome <laughs> for the right swipe. And then they're like, hey, what's up? And you're like, that's all you've got. You barely even made the I right know, swipe. What's up? Yeah. You get a little wittier than that. Yeah, exactly. What are your feelings on this whole, like, women's movement right now because like I danced for the Nets for four years after mm-hmm. college and so in our contracts we were forbidden to fraternize or like hook up with the players okay but they didn't they were allowed to because they thought they could approach you but you couldn't approach them no we were not allowed to talk to them to hook up with them to do anything with them yeah and they could do whatever they wanted and because they thought that it would take away from our talent, but not theirs, which is such a double standard, which I don't believe in double standards, so I did it anyway. 
Sure. <laughs> I think like, dated the player. I was like, yeah, okay. I want to have this experience. I don't give a fuck. For like, sure. Like, I, like I don't know. That's really fucked up, and I really hope they've changed their policies. Well, if it's like no dating, it's no dating both ways. I it's think. a double standard. Um, like, I don't yeah, see that as like a male female thing as much. I see that as like the basketball players are making money. Yeah, they're yeah, making thirty. They're they're like because if you think of a basketball team, especially like the money there is like different than even all the other sports. Yeah, like I get that. You have five CEOs of your company that are you know like or seven. Let's call it seven. The top seven players. Right. They're paid as if it's it's a company of. You know, let's call the companies a hundred people. Right. They're the top seven paid people in the company. Yeah. So I could understand where they're like, you know, they're trying to protect their investment. I get it. More than they're trying to be like, well, the women can't handle this. Like, because to me, like I, I, that's my interpretation of it. Like I know I it isn't fair. I can understand why. Like you have these like, you know, players that are bringing in shit ton of money I get it I just think maybe it was the way it was done sure or maybe yeah I don't know yeah I there's something weird that I don't like about it I agree with the double standard um, but I also understand whether like the rules would be different for the person making 50 million a year right and that's just like life that's an unfair thing of life you know like you know the comedian that brings in the most people to the show gets to tell them where, you know, like, gets to, like, call more of the shots than maybe if I sell no tickets. Right. You know, so, you know, if I was like, hey, I don't want to stay at the hotel you're staying at, they would go, yeah, we don't give a fuck. And I'd be like, well, my friend was there a week ago, and they got to stay in a different hotel. They'd go, well, that friend sold 30 million more tickets than you. I get it. It's a business. So, I, I, it's tough. These, I mean, all these conversations are very difficult because the... The nature of life is unfair, and also I think, like, this is something I've been thinking about a lot, like, did you see when they went and did, um, did you see Kim Kardashian did a tour of her kitchen? No. Kim Kardashian did a tour of her kitchen, and it's like, her kitchen is, her walk-in fridge is bigger than our homes. Yeah. (laughs) Walk-in fridge, okay, is bigger than our homes combined, okay? That's not fair. But, you know, that's been going on since the beginning of time. There's been somebody with a living situation, but now is the first time you had to see it. Yeah. Now is the first time you had to go walk with the person who has the life you could never even imagine having or have no chance in having, and you can walk with them through the house, and then it's like, then you get a new house, and you go to give someone a tour, and you're like, why the fuck am I giving a tour? They've seen Kim Kardashian's house. Right. They don't need to see my fucking... What, because I got a Keurig? You're right. You know, so it's like... That's I, a good example. I mean, yeah, life isn't fair. It, and, and it goes both ways. I think it's just because it was so heavily male-dominated there. And it was like a sure. lot of, like, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I mean, if it were me, like, if you have a problem with that, like, if you're, like, if you're afraid... Yeah, no, no, but for you to leave. But if I own the team, right. if I was, like, afraid of, like, the dancers talking to the players, I'd be like, I'm not going to have dancers. Right. Like, if that's something that crosses your mind, yeah. don't you go, hey, this isn't, we're playing with fire here, why would I even want to make these rules? Right. Like, I wouldn't want to be the one that makes that rule. Like, right. someone had to deliver that to you guys, and you had to look at them and go, fuck you. I wouldn't even want to put people in that position. Like, I'd just be like, we're a basketball team. 
we sell basketball. That, let's just do basketball. You know, I don't know. No, I don't know if that sounds bad or not, but... No, I get it. Rather than, like, telling people what they can and can't do... Or who just, they can and can't date. Right. I, you know, it's it's just like a, it's a world that I wouldn't even want to involve myself in. Jubilance relieves the emotional symptoms of PMS. Whether it's mood swings, anxiety, gloominess, or irritability, it's in a pill form and it's the first and only pill that is FDA reviewed to reduce the emotional symptoms of PMS. The pill is 100% vegan and gluten-free and they've done two double-blind placebo trial tests. So it's backed by hard science that it relieves significant PMS symptoms in most women. To get more than 50% off your order, visit jubilance.com slash good. That's J-U-B-I-L-A-N-C-E dot com backslash good. I, I, I do like because <coughs> she's a Libra. Like, What's your sign? My sign is a believe, Pisces. Do you believe in that sign? No. Not at all? I don't even. Zero percent? Zero percent. Wow. You think I, it's just all bullshit? I don't even think of it. <laughs> I don't even like it. Like, is it, it doesn't matter what I think. It's you know, like, like when people reference their sign, I'm like, if that's what helps you get through the day, that's good for you. Like, I I just find it really interesting. It's interesting, and you can connect it. Like, I, my girlfriend read me my sign, and I was like, well, I could I could see how I could make that me. But your whole chart, though, you have, you have to get your chart. I I know. I just it's not what's important to me. So I you know, like I you don't have to. Yeah, I... Do you, th- do you think you're a surface-level person, or are you, like, a deep person? I don't know. I guess I. it depends on what we're talking about. I, Like, I do believe in, um... I, I guess belie- for comedy, you kind of have to be... Well, you have, you have to be both. I think everyone's a little bit of both. I, you know, I don't... To say, you know, I think into everything. My, you know, growing up, my mom would always be like, you're so sensitive, you're so sensitive. And I was like, I just notice... I just notice. I don't have, and you know, I don't notice things because I'm offended by them. I notice things that I notice. You're just things. observing it. I'm just observing it, and I'm going, yeah, this is what. Like, I think that's what the job of comedian is to do. The job of the comedian is to go, um, the house is on fire. Why do I think the house is on fire? It's not to say who's at fault for the, or you get, or why do I think the house is on fire? But it's not to like be offended by the fire. Right. I just look at the house. I go, that's on fire. Caused by this, caused by that. Here's why it's funny. This is, what, and I think a lot of times people confuse opinions and jokes because they're like, "Well, that makes me feel a like certain a certain way," and you go, "Well, that wasn't, you know, the intent was it was to make you laugh and to connect with it." I do think that it's like I've been seeing a lot of my friends comedy shows lately, and I do think it's really it's such an art and it's so impressive to me the way people set up jokes and it's so clever and it takes a a certain kind of person but I I see what you're saying like sometimes I'm like that's not really how you think but that was fucking funny you know know, like I'm like I'm mad at you (coughs) for making that joke but it was funny sure I posted a thing on Instagram today that was like uh, I watched The Bachelor from 2009 and I was like the women's uh, eyelashes are getting Stronger, fuller, they're evolving. They're becoming for for natural protection. And someone wrote, "Well, maybe they're buying them in a store." I was like, "Yeah." When I said knock knock, I wasn't actually knocking at a door. You know, like this is all a, a joke. Yeah. Right. You know, like, and it's all a joke to laugh at the fact that like, 
eyelashes have come a long way. Right. That's the only point I'm making. It doesn't have to be <laughs> that you can't afford stop. them or you don't have people them. People are going to take it how, whatever their insecurities are, that that's what they're going to see. Well, people are like, a lot of times people are like, oh, people are more sensitive today. I don't believe that. I, I think, think people are more emotionally intelligent today. Okay, maybe. I, I think people are more free with being emotional in, in public. Yeah. So like there's less okay, shame. Okay. So like no one's sitting there holding it in anymore. So right. they're going, I feel this. Mm-hmm. And you're going, well, don't be so offended. It's like people have been offended their whole life. They just went home with it and told their family instead the of me. people who are saying like, well, don't be offended, like just aren't that emotionally intelligent in my opinion. I, I, those, uh, there's the other side of it. The other side of it, I think. There's a time and a place. I get it. Well, I would say that those people, it, the people that say too many people are offended are usually the ones saying horrible things that don't want to have to deal with, like, like uh, blowback for the horrible things they said. And then the people that are sensitive about everything are just okay with being sensitive in real, like, in real life. Like, yeah, they're just like cool with it. I was in like, San Antonio. This woman came up to me and she was like, "I had to leave your show." And I go, "Well," I go, and I said to her, "I go, why?" I go, I'd love to hear the joke that you thought was offensive so that I can... Yeah. I'm not going to... That doesn't mean I'll change the joke, but I'll look at it with a critical eye yeah. and say, maybe I sound it because it's a real live performance. So I'm not beyond saying the wrong thing. That's why comics get on stage. We have to work on it through audiences. So that's why you hear like, you know, some jokes don't work and they're like, okay, I go back and I listen to it. Every comic's goal is to have a laugh at the end. And if there's no laugh, we hear it more than you do. So we appreciate feedback and you welcome it. That's what it is. And you have to laugh or you don't. You know, so this woman comes up to me, I had a problem. I, I had to leave your show. And I go, well, if you could tell me the joke, I would love to know what made you upset. And that's more of a conversation than 90% of people will have with you. Agreed. And I go, I'd love to hear what you thought, what the joke is. And she just goes, penis, fart, I don't know. And then runs away. <laughs> Okay, like it was she, too much for her. No, I don't know. And I go. I don't even have a penis fart joke. I'm I'm pretty clean. So I was like, I don't know what she's talking about. Something I said okay. made her like unearth a feeling. And listen, she might have a problem. There's some memory in her life that was unearthed. Yeah. I didn't come there with the intention of unearthing that feeling, but that's why you she, have to just you can't you know take things with a grain of salt. That's her opinion, but then again, it's just her opinion. So. But it's not even an opinion. She felt comfortable enough to freak out in public. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, like, I don't think 30 years ago people felt okay with being like, penis fart, I gotta tell you. Like, I think they would have gone home and been like, I'm never going to see that guy again. Yeah. Now she's gonna let me know as if I'm gonna, like, change my life. And it's just like, and when I tried to have the conversation with her, she couldn't even have the conversation because it was irrational. Yeah. It wasn't... It wasn't me. It wasn't, and I think that's like a lot of times when people level with people and they go, well, what's up? Yeah. Uh, you people, took it down to a human level and she just couldn't even meet you there. I, I mean, and that says a lot about where she's at. Yeah, I, it, and yeah. that happens. So, but I, it's funny because people are like, I do college shows for college kids. Oh, college kids are offended. They're not offended. They're just, they just are okay with letting you know what they didn't like. Right. Athletic Greens is a little powder that you put in your water in the mornings. It has 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients in one daily scoop. I personally put it in my water in the mornings and I love it. You can put it in smoothies, you can put it in acai bowls, you can put it in whatever. I personally love the taste. And instead of taking so many pills... 
it gets all your vitamins in one scoop. Awesome. So it's really great. You can check them out at athleticgreens.com backslash GBB. When you were talking about how you and your, your girlfriend met earlier, you said something about her asking if you were Jewish. Yeah. So you are Jewish. I right? am. And will you like only date Jewish girls? Um, it wasn't that it was only date Jewish girls. It's more that I, I always felt that there was um, a connection. Things that I, I had a friend who dated a girl that wasn't Jewish, and I remember like, like him and I went to summer camp together, and which is like, well, you're like thirteen. What's 12. that? You're like twelve, right? Well, I was. We went since we were eight, nine years old, and then until we were fifteen. But then we oh, worked wow. at the summer camp together and all that stuff. <laughs> so that was like how we knew each other, and we're still friends today. Got it. So she, he was with his like fiance, and I remember being like, "Yeah, we." Uh, they were like, and her fiance's friend was like, "How do they know Jared? How do they know each other?" And she was like, "Oh, they went to Jew camp together." And I, the way she said it, I was like, "I," like. I can understand. Like insult you. Well, like the, the, there's you a difference. I know the difference between being laughed with and laughed at. I know the difference. Yeah. And I I heard the way she said it, and I was like, well, the way she said it is irrelevant to my life. But I do understand where, like, him and I knew each other from, like, nine years old from that place. Whatever you think about it, like, he has a, he holds it pretty close to himself. Of course. So, like, the idea for me that I always felt that I would have more in common. Like, if I'm trying to play the numbers correctly, if I'm trying to find someone that I have a connection with, I was always feeling that I would have more in common with someone that was versus I wasn't. Because they still the, yeah. have shared interests and they might understand you on a deeper level. I get that. Different level, yeah. That being said, my two best friends, one of, two of my closest best friends, they were twins growing up, were Jewish. And yeah. And Danny Khan. And they went to camp and everything. So, like, I would, like, get the camp thing. I think that person yeah. was just in a bad mood. It's not, it's not that I understand. That, that person, but I've heard that before. And I'm just saying, like, the things that you don't have to explain, like, that was always, like, interesting to me. Like, you know, just, like, kind of familial if you're looking for something. It wasn't to say that I wouldn't date right. non-Jewish. It was just more that, like, I knew that if I was introduced to someone, like, it's like when they, like, Jerry Seinfeld has this quote about, like, when comedians meet each other, they have more in common right away than... Yeah. Than most people, they have a notebook in their pocket. <laughs> they've both been on stage. They both killed. They both bombed. So it's like that's something that when you meet someone, you go, "Hey, where are you from? Where'd you start?" Now you're already like you're at date three. Right. So yeah. that was kind of the way I thought I about it that. with like dating Jewish, but it was never like it, it wasn't like I was parents? like fuck those non. You know, like, <laughs> is it something your parents like? Would they like? <coughs> do they prefer you to date a Jewish? Yeah, I think my parents like my dad didn't care. My mom was like, I think moms want you to date them. <laughs> So I think, like, especially their sons. So, like, I think moms have this weird thing where they're, like, insulted if the person that you're dating isn't exactly like them. That's crazy to say. That's crazy to think. But I think it's true. I think in some cases it might be true. So, like, it's, like, so I think that's more about a narcissism for my mom than it is about, like, yeah. her being, you know. It's yeah. not like we were even religious. It's just, like. So interesting. Yeah. So interesting. It's a different thing. And you only see, like, New York people kind of get it, like. That's the other thing. Like you said, your best friends growing up, twins, Jewish, went to camp. You get it. I get it. Like, but you're you're from Jersey. Jersey, so you know that whole world. Like, I'm going to Utah this weekend. I might be the most ethnic guy at the whole show. <laughs> right. You know, like my shows in Utah. Yeah. I've never been in front of a crowd in Utah. Right. Um, 
it's got to be different. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sure their connection to it. I went to school in Pennsylvania. There are people that I went to school with. I was the first Jewish person they ever met. Wow, that's, okay. Which <laughs> seems crazy to us. That's... Like, to me, I'm like, I'm a white dude. Right. It doesn't, you know, like, I'm not like. See, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I've never really had a type ever. No? No. I, like, I just don't. Yeah. I, like, connect, like, I don't know. Out. Well, you know, I think like taste takes time. I think that's another thing where people think you're just like born with the taste you have. And it's like taste takes. It evolves too. Totally. It's like, you know, learning from the people what you do like. Like, that's why, like, I don't have any regrets of any relationship I've ever been in. Right. Every relationship taught you, you know, the things you like and don't like. Exactly. I so, always say that. Yeah. You move on to the next person. And it's okay with, like, the question we get a lot on the day, on the podcast is like, can you believe, like from women going, can you believe he wanted to split the check for the first date? What is your feeling on that? Me, I would pay. Right. Personally, I would pay. But I can't tell you how to feel. True. That's the one thing we know is to be true. You can't tell someone how to feel. Yeah. If you wanted a date and the guy goes, let's split it, and you go, kind of turned off of that, that's for you. That's you. That's okay. You're allowed to go, you know what? I want to go out with a guy who wants to take me out. That's totally fine. What's funny to me is that, you know, some women are embarrassed that they feel that way. They're going, well, I seem like a certain type of person where how how crazy am I to think that... The lines are blurred these days, though, because women want, totally. you know, to be equals, and we are equals, but it's also like that chivalry still plays. So. Absolutely. It can be true. Both can be true. You yeah. can want to be an independent woman and also want to be taken out. Yeah. So, but I do understand that there's women out there that go... I like that he offered that to split the tab. There's a woman out there that's there going, is. I like that he offered because then it wasn't like he, you know, it wasn't like this contractual agreement where I took you out so now we have to go home and I get to make out. Like, right. I can understand the other side of it. So when it. people write in with that, I go, whatever you felt is the right answer. Right, yeah. You know, so I didn't really Just like that own he, it. Like, own, own whatever it. you like, don't, feel. Don't go on the third day with him. When he keeps making you pay as you're angry to be on the third date, like you're, yeah, like, like you're some sort of like, like you're like the woman, like you're like, like, like you're some sort of investigator. Like I got to find out why he keeps making me pay. It's like, don't, you don't need that in your life. Go own your taste. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's okay to own. Hey, let's, I think we should leave it on that. That's great. Own your life. Own it. Own your taste. That's the biggest thing. Why don't you give them the plug? Tell them. Where Thank you for having me. Here. This was a, a great time. Um, uh, my name is Jared Freed, at Jared Freed on Instagram. If you like The Bachelor, even if you don't like it, people watch the show through my account. I'm going to watch it through your account. <laughs> when does this come out? Uh, probably next week. Okay, so episodes one and two are going to be on my highlights. You can watch the show with me, at Jared Freed. I put up all The Bachelor stuff, and, you know, I do shows, but, like, Instagram's kind of the hub of my